This Clancy Shane and Kimber podcast is available for you wherever you are. Just like Rams Home Loans are with you during the entire loan process, from gaining the loan and for the life of the loan. New show coming to Channel 9. We went to a launch last night at Claremont Quarter for a show called The Hot Plate. It kicks off on Tuesday night, uh, July 28 at 7.30pm. Two restaurants from WA, not one but two. We speak of Mandra and Vic Park. And uh, the man is in the room. Uh, one of the judges is Scott Pickett. Scott, welcome, mate. Good to see you in Perth. Hey, cheers, mate. G'day. How are you going? All right. <laughs> Scott, tell, tell us it briefly. How does this work? Well, there's six teams from around Australia. There's myself and Tom Parker Bowles, that's the other host and the judge. And really, the teams compete, you know, to be the first winner of the hot plate and to win $100,000. But what's different about this show to other food shows is that all these guys are already in the industry. They've already got restaurants. They've taken risks. You know, they've mortgaged their house. They're working nights. They're not getting on TV saying, I want to be a chef, you know, give me the money. They're there. They're already doing it. But, you know, they're not the top 10% of restaurants. They're not, you know, your fine dining places, your three hats, your five-star hotels. This is your bread and butter. Everyone's got a local restaurant like Christina and Tanya's or like the boys from Mandra. You know, your local little Asian place or whatever it might be. So, you know, it's the heart and soul of my industry. That's what's great about it. Now, Scott, we talk about chefs and, and the hours are so long. People will say you're there mm. all day, like it's ridiculous. But does it feel like that many hours or does it go quickly because you're so busy? It goes a lot quicker in the kitchen than it does when we're filming episodes, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, hurry up and wait. Yeah, yeah, hurry up and wait. I learned that one very quickly. Look, in a kitchen, when you've got a lunch service and a dinner service, you're on your feet, you're active, and the time goes. You know, you can mm. run around. There's, you know, two big bursts of adrenaline, of adrenaline during the day, mm. whereas with filming, it goes on and on and on, which is, you know, just part of it. So mm-hmm. I'd prefer to be in a kitchen for 18 hours a day than on set. Yeah, right. <laughs> is it surreal working on a TV show with a man named Parker Bowles? Is that, is that a relation to Camilla? His Camilla's son. Yeah. So really? Yeah, Must be so- some weird stuff happens there. There is some weird stuff that happens. I try not to get into it too much with yeah. Tom because he doesn't really subscribe to it. I think he just uses his uh, name as a door opener, I suppose. Right. But really. then he wants to be his but own man. Yeah. Then he wants to be his own man, but he is too. He's um, you know, a great food journalist. Like Fundamentally, he, he's a journo and a writer, right. and he's got a wonderful grasp of the English um, language. He went to Eton. He's well-educated, mm. and you know, he's written five books about food. He's not a chef. He never claims to be, but he's a big foodie, so he loves it. So Tom's... You know, wonderful guy. I was surprised at how down to earth he was. You know, it was. You know, you say he's a door opener. I could have used him yesterday. I went to that function last night, and my name wasn't on the door. (laughs) You're joking. I I had to talk. And you are who in Perth doesn't know who you are. Yeah. Well, I had to walk. I had to talk myself in. I just went. Let me in this place. Right now. Actually, you did tell a story about um, uh, Tom's mum. Yeah, about Tom's mum. So look, I don't tell too many, but two things big about Tom that I'm allowed to talk about him is he's always wears pink socks. Right. right? He's got these signature pink socks. I said, why have you got those? And he said, well, you know, he said, mum's been buying them to me uh, for 15 years. She buys him 20 pairs of pink socks every Christmas. Whoa. And jocks and boxes. Oh, that's interesting. And then, and he said, that way I don't have to match them or lose them. They're always pink. They always go together. So Good that's one, one thing. So Camilla oh. Parker Bowles buys Tom pink socks right. every year for Christmas. But the other big one is we're sitting and, we, look, we travelled around Australia. 
and we're there and we're on our phones and the plane and stuff going through. And he said, look, you know, mum's just got a new iPad. Mm. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, and she's just worked out that it takes photos. I said, okay. And he, and he said, check this one out. And there's this picture of her at the White House taking a picture of Barack Obama's dog <laughs> with her reflection in the glass. He said, <laughs> she still hasn't quite worked out how to use it properly. Wow. And I actually had to pinch myself. I'm getting goosebumps now. I'm sitting on a plane next to Tommy and then we're one link from the White House with Barrick's dog and his mum's taking pictures. But apparently she's very normal. She'd call him every day, Great. send him emails. And for him, it's just mum, you know, it's his mum. Yeah. So yeah. he doesn't really see it like that. When wow. we're looking awesome. at these restaurants for Hot Plate, I mean, what's the vital thing that dreamers overlook when they want to open a restaurant? Because lots of people go, oh, you know what? I've got the money. Let's give it a go. Yeah, I think that's been one of the problems in the last 10 or 15 years. People make their money in sort of different industries and they say, look, that restaurant's busy. They must be making money, let's open a cafe, invite all my friends. It's mm. romantic. It's romantic, but it's hard work. They don't yeah. understand everything that goes Ask on. Ask Claire's his dad. He's old man. Scott and I talked about that last night. I yeah. said that the old man had trouble with keeping good chefs, yeah. and also he drank too much of the red wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd, <laughs> he'd sit there at the end of the night drinking red wine with the customers. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, but you can't drink your profits. No, you know, they go down very quickly. And all of a sudden, you know, when you open a restaurant, you have, have a lot of new friends. Everyone's in, everyone's yeah. name dropping. Here I am. Discount. Yeah, you in scummy kids as well. <laughs> yeah, well, they're in too, and they're friends from school, but we'll leave that over I'm there. I'm looking too. forward to seeing uh, the two. The, uh, this is very unusual. We have two Perth contestants in this one yeah, two uh, reality show. Great. Well, uh, it was close, apparently. It was down to, I think, Christina and Tanya, that are the other girls from yep. Victoria Park, and down to a team from South Australia, because we right. really wanted to represent every uh, mm. state. But yeah. the girls, in the end, such big personalities. My palette. When you see them, what about these guys? These guys from Duck Duck Moose, they're special fellas too, actually. They're lovely. The king and queen of the critique. They're apparently. a couple. They are a couple. Conrad yep. and Liam. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. We'll I spoke to, to them, them last night. They were awesome. They are awesome. And Liam's witty one-liners. I mean, you think in the editing process, the shows they go through and they look for stuff and stuff, you don't have to with these guys. They are so quick. They are so funny. They're cutting and scathing. Yep. But hopefully they'll be taken the right way. Well, Scott, good to meet you, mate. Good to have you in Perth. Uh, with a bloke with three restaurants, you better get back to your restaurants in Melbourne and go and eat the, uh, and drink the profits over there. <laughs> yeah, it's time to get ready for Friday night. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good on you, mate. Uh, you will see that show on Channel 9 next week. It is Tuesday night. This is the kickoff. Tuesday Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday night. It's called The Hot Plate. The 50 mil went off last night in uh, Oslotto. Was it Oslo? No, Powerball. 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 Um, and one person in Perth won it from the metro area. Now, mm. what that means to this person is that they can probably buy four houses in Perth. Only four. <laughs> four in Dalkeith, mate. Price of real estate actually is in a, in a bit of a lull at the moment in, in Perth real estate. But Australians notorious for wanting the dream. Be a homeowner, yep. as Daryl Kerrigan says in the castle. It's a house. It's not a house. It's a home, mm. mm-hmm. which is true. And the old man, my dad, if he won the fifty million, I God, I hope he did, <laughs> because he's always promised forever that he's going to give us all all a quid. You know, you'd be up for at least ten, wouldn't you? But he, you talk about real estate. The old man always brings out that drags out that story. I could have owned the entire suburb of Mount Lawley no. for twelve bucks, yep. but I couldn't raise it. Everybody realises yeah, how much uh, the price of real estate elevates in this town, a right? A few pound and a, a cow. Now, we put this on Facebook. Do you want to rent or buy? Because now there is a lull in Perth real estate. Mm. It, it uh, Probably whatever property you own, 
it might just sit there for a long time. Yeah. Mm. That like, just sort of reaches a certain point in your life where you're either a bit too old to think about getting a mortgage or it's just going to be more beneficial for you to keep renting. Because yeah. rent, although it might be around the same price, you don't have to pay the repairs on places. Mm. You don't have to, you know. There's, there's and, a huge jump in prices about six or seven years ago too. If you think of 07, 08, prices oh, went yeah. up you know, oh. an incredible amount. So they're not making, you're not going to make a lot of money over the next maybe a dozen years. Also, well, article. You, sorry, Shane, go. Article in the Sydney Morning Herald reveals that um, people are choosing to just rent than buy. Yeah. Mm. And they use, uh, they're using uh, examples of people for 34 years, Bill and Patty Pettigrove, uh, lifetime renters, 34 years they stayed in their same three by one and they just rented until mm. the, the owner wanted to knock it down. Now, Paul's with, Captain Paul's with us. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul, you're a renter and you, are, you told us, you know, when we were walking in the corridors that you want to keep renting. Well, yeah, I mean, if I look, if I could afford to buy in the area that I'd like to live in, I would do it, yep. obviously, um, but I can't. Uh, and if I was, and I compare it now to what I could buy and, and what I'm renting and where I get to live, and there are big differences. So currently, uh, it works out at about twenty thousand dollars. Might be better off in the first year because of stamp duty and other cost of actually getting into something. Yep, oh, After, stamp duty is a killer in oh, West yeah, Australia, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, huge tax. Mm. Um, and then after five years, I'll be about sixty grand better off. After ten years, one hundred and twenty grand. This and is then, renting. You're better this off. This is renting. And then about oh, yep, fifteen then. years down the track, if I last that long, about two hundred and ten thousand, I'll be better off. Yeah. Wow. So, so that, they are the figures, and that's that's investing on my savings at about four percent. Now you should be able to, if you invested that wisely and got someone looking after a portfolio, well, you're you looking after be, your super as well, then, aren't you? You should be able to get more than four percent. So I, I, that's worked out at four percent. You know what, right. too? So, and is, I reckon you could get eight percent. This so. doesn't include too the convenience of say you're renting and then you change jobs to the other side of Perth or whatever. You mm. can just pick up and change places. Mm. You rent in a different place. You've saved travel time. You've saved, you know. But if you buy a place, you're more inclined to just stick where you are because it's too expensive yeah. to keep moving. And that's and that's an average buyer of a house of around about five hundred. 600 grand, yeah. obviously. Which is, obviously, which is the mean. Yeah, which yeah. is about the mean, yeah. 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 So now, if, yeah. if you could afford to get into something that's worth, you know, 900 or a million or whatever, mm. that, down the track, mm. that's going to be worth more money because that investment will grow bigger oh, than what you could invest as a saver. And you're saying that now, Paul, you're saying that now, Paul, the interest rates at record lows. Exactly. And they're going to go, they're going, the RBA will leave them there for quite a while. Yeah. And, yeah. and eventually, even if they go up, well, it's going to really hurt people if it goes up too. So it's, Probably the end of next year. Yeah. Are, you, are you going to reveal who you rent from? Uh, who am I going to rent? <laughs> no, who who you? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah it's Lisa, Lisa Shaw from uh, the oh, afternoon. Oh, Lisa that, and Pete. So no, uh, he's staying. In, she's staying. He, he's staying in her place. Yeah. And already, have you damaged it? Have you knocked it? No, up? I've done no damage to it. It's fairly dirty with dog hair and other things, and I don't weed the garden. But I told her that yesterday at the meeting. So Oops. she doesn't. She doesn't care. So she's the one cleaning up, and I'm the one. Uh, Paying all her rent. Oh, for there's Every- a Marilyn Monroe poster in his bedroom wall. <laughs> Everybody up. that uh, has commented on Facebook says the one thing about the best thing about buying: mm. no more rent inspections. Yeah, does that drive you crazy? Yeah, no, she doesn't check. That's what I'm saying. She's You're fantastic. in a fortunate position, but yeah. those rent she inspections should. are just horrible. You know what? Those it used to be you can put your own nails in the wall and hang up your own pictures, but now with those like 3M sticky hooks, yeah. that that doesn't matter as much anymore. Yeah, and then the paint peels off the walls, and then you you know. <laughs> 
It, it all comes down to you know comfortability and affordability. Emotionally, though, if yep. you could look at, if I could own my own house, I would because once it's yours, it's you know it's, oh, all that, it's got that special feel, yeah. and that emotional attachment is is worth money. Yeah. But to, for me to get into the market now as a single, I think <laughs> it's important what you're saying about where you live. Pick yeah, that exactly. suburb. If you want to live in a really gorgeous suburb, you can get a fantastic house that you could never afford on a mortgage. Exactly. Paul, everything. you are sorted. I've been to your mum's place in Denmark, and you stay in the shed, so you'll be fine. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy mum's house eventually. That's all you need. That's the plan. So. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. all good. And there's a lot of people, not just your age, Paul, or our ages, but there's a lot of people who are 28 or 30, and this has been taken out of their hands. You exactly. Know so there are people, yeah. of course, who uh, make the decision to, to keep renting because they're quite happy with it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, put up with a rent inspection and the rest of it. Yeah. Exactly. So have you checked your lotto ticket? Uh, yeah, nothing. Oh, not okay. a cent. Oh, so I was going to say, I thought, yet, I thought the uh, happy ending, <laughs> there was going to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and you're going to buy in Peppy Grove. Oh, so many disappointed And there was two today. Division 2s in Perth as well. 75 grand, yeah. one bought in Subiaco. Fantastic. Yeah. We're short of time, so let's uh, get straight down to it. Matt Prittis is joining us from the West Coast Eagles and, mate, the old Sydney-West Coast rivalry back this weekend. It is. I uh, haven't beat Sydney since 2007, so it's, uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Matt, can I ask you... Um, I, I admire and love watching Buddy Franklin. When you're a young man and you go out and you see these, like I don't know who's going to play on him on the weekend. Is it intimidating? He's a he's a fantastic player and he's a huge man. Um, and yeah, I love watching him play. So um, you know, there's some key forwards in the game, and like Jonathan Brown was another one, really yep. imposing figure. Oh, so yeah. yeah, everyone loves watching those sort of guys. And do you think uh, do you get intimidated as young? You know, when you remember rewind to your beginning of your career, you go out and play against legends. Yeah, you, you you're in awe of them, absolutely. Like you've watched them all your your, your junior years, and um, to, but to be out there finally playing with them, it's it's an amazing feeling. And I it's, bet. Um, it's yeah, it's so exciting. You just want to, you know, you you playing footy. Okay, yeah. it's, it's surreal. Yeah. I mean, I've heard NBA players say sometimes they get caught up in the game because they're playing with someone so good they almost find themselves stopping and watching them play. But you can't <laughs> you can't do that when you're on the field. There was a couple of times playing Gary Ablett. Um, they beat us by hundred over hundred points one night, and it was exactly. Exactly like that. Like just, yeah, so good to watch. Like, damn it, I'm watching. <laughs> Shane got me the uh, book of Phil Jackson, who was his legendary NBA basketball coach in America, and he said that Kobe Bryant, when he came up to play for Los Angeles, he first met Michael Jordan, who was his hero, and he, he actually knew all of his moves. He actually copied yeah. his moves. And the first time he met Michael Jordan, he said, I could beat you, I could kick your ass one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. He got a bit more, bit more humble than that. But yeah. I noticed the, uh, the back line looks like a small back line this week, with Will Schofield probably getting Buddy Franklin, but the rest of the Elliot Yo going back and looks interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been uh, one of our greatest strengths this year, is that everyone's just playing their role. Whoever's come in yeah. has known the structures we want to play, and it's we play team defense, so we all help each other out and um, but they have been super a back six without your, your probably your two main um, you know key backs yep. um, it's been fantastic so they play for each other you know showed Wellingham you know his mm, first year yeah, he's back doing well yeah. he's a stepped up Brad Shepard's gone to a new level and um, it's really exciting for us Matt rewind last weekend I've got to talk about beating the pies because this is awesome <laughs> but having watched the game <clears throat> excuse me I watched it on uh, I didn't see it live I watched it on replay so I probably more uh, observant, but you had the pill ninety percent of the time, and yet it wasn't a real big victory. What what, is, what what was that about? Yeah, we got the game played in our half by winning the stoppages and contested ball. So they're probably the key indicators we look at going into a game. Um, and we just weren't able to finish off Convert, in front of goals. Yeah, yeah. so you know we finish off in front of goals, and you know we win the game by a lot more and so for us the amount of inside 50s we're getting we're, we're happy with that supply um, and we can just 
you know, tidy up that, that accuracy, then, um, you know, we're going to be a pretty good side. Good to beat the pies, though, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. And a lot of people, a lot of Eagles people want to know how Jeremy McGovern's going, mate, with that uh, bad hammy. He's going actually really well. It's, uh, it, it, fingers crossed, it might only be two or three weeks. Oh, okay. So, so it's, like a, it's, it's, it's not, not a Michael Johnson hamstring. Yeah. No, at first, you know, you're, you're always pretty tentative and nervous, but, yeah. um, you know, the tendons nowadays are pretty common. So just a standard um, you know, soft tissue um, hammy and, yeah. He's going pretty well. Yeah, and I was just going to say to people today, it must be cold because Pritt is tough and he's wearing a beanie <laughs> and he looks so different without the hair showing. Well, it's three degrees at the moment. Yeah. I slept in and this, yeah. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Good luck on the weekend. Thanks, guys. That's the Eagles taking on Sydney. The old rivalry is back at uh, Domain Sunday, 2.40. This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is now done, but support on your Rams home loan never finishes. Rams home loans are always just a phone call away.